Welcome to another episode of HP Critical's JRPG Club. I'm your host, Jarrell, and today I am joined by Brandon, Christy, Hope, and David. Do you guys want to say hi? I feel like you guys, I never let you guys say hi. You guys should all say hello. Hello. Hi. Hey there. You totally do let us, but hi. Well, okay, anyway. Uh, so as you guys know, for JRPG Club, we are playing through Final Fantasy X. Thank you for everyone, by the way, who um, continues to listen to us talk about Final Fantasy X as we get through. I'm always looking at the analytics for these podcasts, and it's really, really cool um, to see people following our journey. And uh, like it's, I always mention... Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, I, you know, I actually had someone reach out and say, you know, listening to you guys makes me actually want to play the game. They, I don't know if they actually play. Uh, that's the why game, we do this. But um, that's why we do this, though. Yeah, you know, it's, I don't know. It's if not. It's, it, it's but... not just so we can like play together and have fun. It's like so we can hopefully introduce people to a fun game that we all enjoy or will enjoy for the newcomers. Exactly, and um, unfortunately, we don't have any newcomers today. But it's been um, it's been a lot of fun just hearing different perspectives. From from everyone, from people who like JRPGs, from people who don't, etc. Thank you, everyone, for continuing to listen to what we do. It's really heartwarming to see. And give me one second. I'll be right back. It's our monthly meeting to praise Yevon. Yes, it's our monthly praise demo. Man, screw you, Evan. Yes, sing it. Sorry. Also, sorry. I'm uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> unfortunately, I'm going to cut all of that out except for you singing. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Got it. Cool. Hope you enjoy that, people. <laughs> Yevon hymns are, are great. This is our monthly meeting to praise Yevon. Yes, I used to, um, when I first did my D&D campaign, uh, if Stephanie were here, she would tell you guys, every time they went to a temple to pray to one of their gods or goddesses, I would totally play uh, the Hymn of the Faith. So I have every version of it, like from every Aeon. Um, fun times. Anywho, so uh, to get this started, we're just going to talk about everything that happened. Um, we stopped at Makalania. Uh, sorry, not Makalania. Well, we stopped at Mount Gagazet. Uh, so we're going to go from where we began, which is the fight to uh, against Evre up until Mount Gagazet. And then we're just going to talk about how we feel about the game so far. Oh, Evre is a dragon thing that you fight on the airship. <laughs> yes. It's a cool fight, but it's hard. Special. It I is. did not think it was hard at all. Wow, I actually killed it yeah, super fast. Uh, but, but special tidbit: one of us on this podcast found their old FF10 guidebook, and oh. uh, your boy, oh. me, went through it, and I was like, "Wow, this is really cool." And I'm now just sad that we don't have physical guidebooks anymore because they make for great collectors. Uh, I wonder who found it. I mean, it wasn't <laughs> me. Ultramanias are like guidebooks. That's but true. Thanks, but... where to localize them? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't understand that though. Exactly. <laughs> you know, my my Japanese is not going to have to read through an entire book. So I would literally have to get with a friend and like have them read it all to me. And you know, after three pages, they're going to be like, no. So they won't, <laughs> they won't localize any more ultimatums until we atone for our sins. Yeah. No, oh my God. No. Okay, and well, now that's we don't a... play Waka in this household. <laughs> 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 And that's a great segue back to me getting on point. So um, <laughs> the first thing that we did was we saw uh, the Guardian Worm Evre, which 
we found out was the protector of Babel, and I do believe we ended the last podcast by, I think, Brandon mentioned that um, Everett is not technically bad, and so we've come to a point where we are uh, fighting things that aren't technically bad. Yeah. I think it was you that... that I think it's worth noting, yeah, Everett, like, it's not necessarily that Everett isn't good or bad, it's just not a fiend, per se. It's just a being that has always historically protected Bavel. Yeah. So but yeah, so like you said, we're not fi- it's not we're, it's no longer a, just a ne- very good versus evil thing. It's I mean, I guess it kind of is, but ever it's great. It's great. At least with Everace's case it's great. He just <laughs> defends Bavel. He's just doing his job. We're renegades now, guys. We're, we we're just renegades. We're morally yeah. gray stuff, you know? We're we're fans. Forget the rules. Forget the rules. <laughs> anyway, uh, so we fight Evray, and I did say that we were going to go through it, but uh, I am going to stop really quick. I had okay. I had absolutely no problems with this Evray fight. I thought it was super easy. Um, tell me how y'all felt about it. Like, what happened? Tell me, like, why it was hard. Um, yeah. yeah, so I'll go first. Um, when I was younger, this was actually one of the things that stopped me from finishing FF10 initially, Evray. Because as a, as, as a, as a young, young teen, I was like, how do I win this fight? He gets so, especially at the second phase where he just casts haste on himself. I was like, what do I do here? He's so fast. I'm taking too much damage. Really, it's just, I find it difficult. It's, it, you gotta, it's just, I did it in one try, but you do have to kind of like figure out the rhythm of the fight because eventually he will just like come back and then you don't have time to like shoot him from, from afar with Sid's cannons. And um, at that point, you just got to go in. Waka was honestly a god safe in this fight because he was the one that could like hit him from afar, even when he was like really far away. But it was still it was still a pretty tough fight. I just really had to get in touch with the rhythm there. But Sid yeah. had cannons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. I love it. I love it. You know what? Honestly, David, I will tell you that I don't think I ever used them in this fight either because my Lulu is just so op. So. Every Didn't time, know they were there. The, yeah, no. Every time <laughs> the game is like, you should move the airship. I literally was like, why do I need to move this airship? Like, <laughs> I had no I idea like, why I had to move it because I, I just did destroyed it. I was like, oh, it's you guys, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I just, I had, I think I had Riku, Lulu, and Waka out, and they just did mad damage. And then I brought out um, Yuna, and I guess everyone could just hit from afar, as could Kimari. Uh, and then when it was close enough, I had uh, Oren hit him, but I never moved the airship. And then I was gearing up to do stuff against him, and then he died, and I was like, oh, oops. So I <laughs> had no idea, like, the cannon thing or anything. I think I, I overleveled a little bit, but yeah, no, I, 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 had, I have no experience with this cannon that you speak of. Yeah. yeah. Really? I can either confirm or deny that it's there, so frankly, it's not real. <laughs> it's not a real thing. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Brandon's like, yeah, it was kind of tough, and David and I are like, what? Like, and you're just uh, doing it without cannons, man. Damn, demoralized. <laughs> Didn't even I, know they were there. I really did. <laughs> did anyone else want to talk about that before I move on? Uh, eh. Yes. One thing I have to say: God bless Albed, man. Their potions. 10 out of 10. <laughs> oh yeah, they're oh, amazing. Yes. Can I just great. buy those in mass? 100. So good. get out of here, Yuna. You're wasting my time. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, they do what it takes like three turns for Yuna to do. They do it in one. Yeah, yeah bam. Like, these things more are than three. Uh, well, actually, uh, Hobe and Christy, did you guys use the um, Albed potion? Not Albed potions, the cannons. Yeah, <laughs> didn't know they existed. I oh just my God. Airship back and forth and fought normally. I don't know shit about cannons. Right? <laughs> so wait, Brandon and Christy are the only two that use the cannons. 
I guess so. I, I, I guess, guess so. Be, 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 because they're wonderful. They do they so were, much damage. They do so much damage. Uh, this is even... so interesting. <laughs> <laughs> like three of us didn't even know they existed. Wow. Are they real though? Like my fourth playthrough. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that is. I feel like I should replay now. Like replay the whole game. What I clearly missed that? out. Um, anyway, so we fight Evray, and then the wedding commences. The wedding between Yuna and uh, Seymour. Oh, we barge in on that wedding to save Yuna. Maester Keenock is there, and he holds us at gunpoint like the little bitch that he is. And Maester Micah tells Yuna to not send him, or she will forfeit um, our lives. Uh, him as in uh, Seymour. So we know that Seymour's dead. Uh, the wedding starts. She's about to literally marry a dead man while we're all being held at gunpoint. And there's only and there's two maesters here, and they're both full of shit. Um, so then we're forced to watch the most uncomfortable scene as Yuna is forced to kiss a oh. dead man. Um, and after the kiss, Seymour commands, uh, everyone to kill us, even though he was just like, uh, watch them, like, leave them alone or don't send him and we won't die. Right after he's like, all right, everybody, um, kill everyone. And then Yuna backs to the ledge in an attempt to save her friends. She says, don't worry, she can fly. And I was like, mm, okay, if you say so. And then she drops off the ledge as she summons Valifor and um, flies away. And she tells us to run. Uh, Riku, coming in clutch as usual, drops a flash bomb and we all run away. Then we find um, the Machina in the temple of Bevel. Which was like, holy crap, because this whole time, obviously, Bevel is an area that doesn't believe in using Machina. And then once you go into the temple to get the Aeon in Bevel, you realize that all of Bevel is just full of, like, it's literally all made of machinations. After the temple, we go inside as Yuna is doing the summoning. I, I did say I was going to go through all this, but I feel like I'm not. I'm just going to stop again uh, and talk about that scene really quick with you guys and the temple as well. Does anybody have any comments on that? those disgusting scenes with Seymour? I, <laughs> I yeah. love the wedding scene so much, mostly because of the visuals. They're out there doing Sonic Adventure 2 grinds on those rails from the to the to the to the uh, wedding. Yes. And 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 then they're fighting through freaking Yevon warrior monks. Yeah, we're just knocking we're just knocking off monks now, which is like wow. I remember doing that the first time. I was like, oh boy, we're really against Yevon now, huh? Just just Take knocking off church. monks. Yeah, taking down the whole church. It's a JRPG. You got to do this. Just <laughs> <laughs> screw the church and the JRPGs. Exactly. Like, uh, let's, literally. Let's go, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Crashing the Red was great. Wink, wink. I want to say that um, I was I, I I saw it before when I was younger when I played it. Uh, we're also coming up to the point where I'm pretty soon I'm not going to know anything that happens. But it was so uncomfortable watching it now. Just uh, maybe because I'm older now, but it was one of the most uncomfortable scenes was watching Yuna have to kiss Seymour because he went it's all very uncomfortable. In, uncomfortable. Like, that was very uncomfortable. Went, Tongue in, nasty ass dead man tongue all up in her mouth, and I was like, "This girl just died. Like, you might as well just kill yourself. It's not worth it. None of the fuck it. Uh, like, let sin destroy everybody. This is one hundred percent not worth it in the game." That's how I felt about that shit. It's just really credits roll. <laughs> credits roll. That's the end of the, the end of the whole story. Um, I thought that was really disgusting, but I gotta agree with Brandon. It was really cool to see us coming in clutch, like riding on the guardrails, uh, zooming in, uh, Yuna saving herself um, and us in the process. And I also really enjoyed seeing the Maesters be the little slimy bitches that they are. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, and I think I mentioned before that it's really bad when your religion is headed by four people and three of the four are just shitty. You probably know that there's something wrong with your religion and you know, just seeing them use the machina. Or that they're dead. Or that they're all that. fucking dead. Like, you can't... Yes. Anyway. Anybody will save the church. More dead people. <laughs> Like, how you gonna save the church if they're all dead? Um, but yeah, I think that was definitely a one of those really great scenes in the game. It's one of those iconic moments, kind of like the first summoning that we saw back in Kilika up to now. It's really a cool point. Um, anybody else on that? Yeah, they just used the Machina, like, everywhere. Like, you don't realize it until you get to the temple, just how much they're using, how much of hypocrites they are. And... What I was thinking about when we did that crazy stair that crazy um machina staircase down to the temple was just like summoners knew about this and they didn't say anything. Like True. I didn't even think of that. They all had right. to go through Bavel, which means they all know that there's Machina inside like, Bavel. Well, I how mean, many summoners are but, just just but, knew the truth, I wonder. But 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 what if those summoners who tried to speak out, what if they were killed. I mean, that is also... I was just going to say, who knows whether they actually got past this area. Uh, well, I mean, I once mean, we get to the comments, we do... probably die. Huh? Say that again? If they did, I just assume they just probably died, because if they got this far, I just kind of assumed that they made it all the way like Braska and ended up dying before they could really say anything. Yeah, because they're uh, like, well, so I was going to say that, but then they do mention in the Comlands, skipping forward a little bit, that uh, a lot of them do make it to the Comlands and then they'll quit. Um, Which, I mean, if you quit, I guess you go home, but I guess you don't go home because then you might be disgraced. So maybe they find out there's Machina and they like get through that and they're like, oh my God, my life, everything's changed. And then they quit and they go off and to, I don't know do nothing with the rest of their lives? I don't know what the fuck they do. I don't know. Good question. <laughs> Very good uh, question. We might have an answer soon, actually. Hmm? We, I think we got one during this this uh, playthrough. We should have, yeah. Well, tell me. <laughs> but It's in the Comlands, so I didn't want to say it just yet, but when we get to that little center part in the Comlands, that maester comes to visit Lulu. And isn't he, wasn't he a summoner, but now he's a maester? He that's true, uh, yeah. is oh, yeah, not is a maester. It's a, he's a he's he, he's father or something. I forgot the exact name though. Um, yeah, he's father. not a maester. Like he's he's like he's a he's a priest of one of the churches, but he's not a maester. But he's yeah, like father's a... it's father something. I don't. I just can't oh, remember the name. Father Zook. Father Zook. Thank you. Yes, that's right. Oh, I said it was kind of shady when he was like, you were here before. <laughs> oh yeah, he was super shady when he walked up. I did yeah. not like him. And then when I found out he was doing, I was like, oh okay. Like, I thought you were coming for me for a second there, sir. I mean, you kind of did, but it's, it was a little low-key. And what did you say, Hope? Uh, Father Sook, I just re- uh, reinforced. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, so... uh, gone, summoner gone rogue, I mean. Like, he stopped. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Donna's probably behind him, honestly. But anyway, uh, so yeah, we do find out that there's Machina all within Bevel. Let's talk a little bit about that really annoying ass Cloister of Trials. (laughs) I think this is my least favorite one. I think it was probably one of the easiest ones. It was just also one of the most annoying ones. Because it takes so much time. 
Like, you gotta sit there through idle animations, and then you sit there, and the, the worst part is when you sit, uh, when you're going up the ramp, and it has, like, just Titus in full view, like, his face in front of the <laughs> camera, it is so yeah. disgusting, and I was like, who did this? Please stop it. <laughs> um, like, when he turns around and he's going up, and it's just, like, Titus, 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 and his face is just blank, and I'm like, ew. Uh, but I really did not, this is probably my least favorite one, just... Just because it was so annoying to do. It wasn't hard. It was just, you gotta wait. It takes so much time. And if you're trying to, um, I think it really fucks with the pacing of the game a little bit because yeah, you know, we're on does. the run. We, we just like fucked up the whole wedding. We're running away from these guys with guns. Like the monks are after us. We're run down here. We slide down the fucking, you know, stairs. We get in there and then it's 30 to 45 minutes of me just writing this little thing and i'm like what like this was such it reminds me of that shitty never mind i can't say that because that's a spoiler for last of us 2 but brandon you know what i'm talking about that game has one of the worst cuts ever this game probably has like that it really destroys the pacing of us being on the run and ready to go and it's kind of disappointing and and then the payoff for getting the um the extra the destruction spear in there it was such trash I don't even yeah, remember yeah, it what it was, but it wasn't even mm-hmm. good. And then oh. I was mad that I wasted my time because I redid it because I missed it the first time. So I was like, no. And I redid the entire thing. And I was like, I just redid that for this. I think it was something for Kimari. And I was like, I don't even use yeah. his ass. Like, yeah, this is fear. such trash. I didn't even get it. I got the destruction sphere and everything, but I didn't have like the little spare Bevel sphere yep, or whatever. That, that happened to me the first time. That happened to me the first time. I looked up what it was because I forgot. And I was like, oh, moving along. <laughs> yeah. That happened to me the first time. I, I forgot the extra sphere, so I couldn't get over there. So I redid the entire thing to get the extra sphere just to find out it was that. And I was very upset. Um, but how did you guys feel about that, that cloister? The I, same way. Yeah. I feel, I, 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 I feel exactly the same. It's the, it's, it's the, in my opinion, not including um, Besaids, Cloister Trials, it's the easiest but yeah, it's one hundred percent the most annoying. Though I did find this to be the easiest to get the destruction spear, in my in my opinion. To, the destruction spear. Yeah, that was not that hard. Yeah. I don't know the puzzle. The, the, for me, at least, it felt like the puzzle was kind of more or less leading you toward the destruction spear. Yeah. So yeah, I felt like I couldn't. Even, I, I feel like I couldn't even progress without it. I mean, obviously that's not possible. I mean, obviously you can. But for me, I was just like, well, that has to be what you have to do. And then I just got it. it's like, oh, cool. That was that wasn't too bad. It just was annoying. That's all. You know, it's annoying so but simple. I still think the best destruction sphere weapon is the one in the very first cloister, which is Unit's Lot of Wisdom. It's yep. so good for you in an early game. And it's so crazy bad. because I just now replaced it. I've been using it this entire game. I just Same. now replaced it. Yeah, yes. And I just yep. replaced it with another Rod of Wisdom. It's just <laughs> literally a better Rod of Wisdom. I don't know where I got it from, but I was like, this is clearly like ultimate weapon for Yuna. Who needs anything else? <laughs> Um, anyway, that trial was the worst. I can't wait to hear what Stephanie has to say about it since she loves doing trials. Um, <laughs> Thankfully, this is the last neat required one. Oh, spoiler alert. No, I'm just kidding. I, I, I did wait, not know that. I'm, wait, I could be wrong, actually, but let's continue. Like, okay. I, I'm not 100% sure on that <laughs> statement I just said. So after we do the cloister, we go inside and Yuna's doing the summoning. And we are informed then that the faith are souls that are imprisoned in stone inside the temples who join with the summoners and grant them the use of the aeons, which 
is really interesting because it seems like the game continues to pile on more information for us each time that we um, encounter one of these. So Oren mentions that the dead should be allowed to rest right after he explains that, uh, which I also think is a very interesting point because that means that uh, if we go back a little bit when Oren was talking about how we don't need... Um, we don't need Yevon and we don't need the churches or whatever. Uh, this is essentially what he meant because as long as we have the souls um, imprisoned within the area, that's how we access the Aeons. Uh, the souls of the faith are there. That's how we access the Aeons. So we don't even technically like, if I'm understanding this correctly, we don't, I mean, fuck Yevon. Like we can literally do all of this on our own, but at the same time, that means all of these souls are never able to be sent on because this is what they're constantly doing so it's really like a give and take type thing between life and death because i'm assuming that these people that these souls have chosen this life i don't know maybe you guys can clarify that for me but if they haven't it kind of sucks to be dead and like sit there and wait to just grant someone the use of an aeon i mean obviously it's for the greater good but like i don't want to die like that send me fuckers uh but yeah what do you guys think um yeah so two things the first one is it's it's just like you said the faith are just kind of like just chilling there eternally it does kind of give some context to when the aeon whenever you use an aeon in battle and it's defeated like it's almost it looks like it's a fiend when it like fades into like fireflies but knowing now that it's the faith that pro- provides that to you that makes a little more sense that that would be the case um second thing i want to point out about that is when you go, actually, there's three things. But the second thing was, did you notice that the faith that Yuna was talking to looks an awful lot like that boy that Titus was kept seeing in the very beginning of yes, the game? Yes, yes. The one that yeah. the one that kept saying you cried, mm-hmm. or the one that's like teasing Titus. <laughs> Is that significant? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think so. Well, I, I think it'll be clarified in the next section that we do with why that's the case. And the third thing I just mentioned was. Um, I think because uh, Bahama is the last Aeon that you have to get in the game, therefore I think this is the last Cloister Trials and whatever, um, it's actually fortunate then because they would have a, like, like you don't need Yevon, all you need is the Faith, but it would still make it very difficult to access these temples being, you know, pursued by Yevon now. So it's fortunate for them for the timing oh, of their betrayal quote. Exactly. Definite facts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm actually not sure if they mention it, but I think uh, you were almost right. They did mention that the the Aeons were actually live people that volunteered to do that. Oh, or, that just actually reminded or, me of or something. Did not, or did not volunteer to do that, but they were live people, I think, that became the faith. Right, okay, yeah. And, I, and you saying that just reminded me of something. I'll have more to say about that when we go on to the Comlands section, because that's something to do with that. And I think it's really good because... Um, you're able to, I like, uh, based on that information, I think it helps understand why Yuna's able to have these connections with these Aeons, despite her connection with Yevon. So, you know, even her being able to summon Valifor, and, you know, he just, every time he, as a matter of fact, every time Valifor comes out, you can see the relationship that Valifor and Yuna has, you know, when, when she pets him, or her, excuse me, when she pets her. And even the fact that she can summon Valifor to just swoop her away, like that is, that's trust that you have in that Aeon. And I think the explanation of that being a person 
who has decided to do this, or not decided to do this, but decided to allow Yuna to summon them at will is uh, something that's very strong. So, and obviously, I don't know much about, um, what's the Aeon that Seymour uses? Anima? Anima. Uh, Anima. Like, I don't know much about Anima, but, you know, the summoning of Anima is very different from the summoning of Valifor. Very. Um, Quite. I mean, even even the summoning of Shiva is different from the summoning of uh, uh, Ifrit. Um, and, and summoning that will change your life. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and they have such different personalities. So I think it's really cool to um, be under the impression that they were once people, because um, I did not uh, share that connection. So thank you. Anyway, so then uh, Yuna once again, because she always fucking does this, collapses right after she uh, gets the Aeon <laughs> for Bahamut. And then Oren sneaks out of there, and uh, after we leave, Riku and the others are ambushed, and we are told that we are to stand trial uh, by Maester Keenock, who <laughs>, laughs at our faces when Oren says he expects it to be a fair trial. And I was yep. like, well, we know exactly where this is going to go. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, we're whisked off to the trial. And during this trial, we finally meet the uh, final maester, which is maester cake, Kelk Ronso, excuse me. So yep. <laughs> uh, we've finally seen all four. Now we know that the other three are evil. So this is the first time we see uh, maester Kelk Ronso. Wow. I haven't played this section in a while. So if there's anything I forget, forgive me. Cause I know we're recording this a little late. Um, but during the trial, we meet him and Yuna says to the maesters, uh, she explains what happened with Seymour and she says, please send Maester Seymour since he's already fucking dead. Um, Maester oh Micah boy, laughs and him. says, you would have to send me too. And I was like, what? So all of you guys are Yes. Literally, yes. I, think- I remember when I first played that section back in the PS2, it was mind blowing. I was like, what? Right. Everybody did. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's old. I was not. Honestly, I was like, well, you old as fuck, bro. Like, I'm not too confused <laughs> That makes here. sense, but like, still surprised. Because you're super old. No, I'm not too confused, but oh my god, hella surprised. So uh, at that point, now we know that Maester Seymour and Maester Micah are both dead. So now this entire religion is being run by all these dead people. <laughs> I just want to say real quick that Micah being dead... It connects to a, to a phrase I said pretty earlier in the game, where um, when Micah is like first introduced all the way in Luca, T, like they mentioned how long he's been a maester, and T says that's pretty old. Shouldn't he be retired by now? And then Walker kind of like chastises him for because that, that sounded like rude or whatever. But like that makes a lot more sense now that he's been a maester or a grand maester this long. He probably just died of old age, honestly, but then just wasn't sent, so he just kept going. Oh, that's so crazy. <laughs> like, I just true. got there. And, you know, was toxined to oblivion. It's like, that kind of doesn't make sense. Everyone else is like, nah, <laughs> it's fine. Yep. Yeah. So, yep. Uh, yeah, then we find out two of the four maesters are um, are dead. Ab- spoiler alert, about to be three of the four. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, anyway. Uh, I saw coming. No lie, I did too. <laughs> and also 100%. karma. So, uh, Maester Keenock says the enlightened 
are ruled by uh, the enlightened ruled the dead is preferred to misguided failures of the living. He says uh, that's why they rule. That's why the dead are conti- are continuing to rule because they don't have the misguided failures of the living. Which, by the way, Maester Kelk Ronso is standing right there, and I was like, dude. Like, did you know that they were all dead? But also, they talking about you. Like, you, <laughs> you, you, and the other guy are the only two that are like not dead right now. So, uh, Kinok, um, so um, or Micah, whatever. I was like, this, this is crazy. Anyway, during this trial, the group is labeled as traitors, and they talk about how Spira uh, is full of death, and they talk about the cycle of death. And then, actually, does anyone want to talk any more about the trial before I move on? Uh, just one quick tidbit that, to be fair. Uh, Mr. Kelk Ronsel was actually hating the whole time. He was like, what? What is this blasphemy? Blah, blah, blah. He was hating on them the whole time. Like, how are you guys dead? He was tough, yeah. I mean, he was also hating on us, too. I mean, yeah, but that's because he's he seems to be a stickler for rules. So, you know, I would expect he, that. Yeah, he seems like a stickler for rules. Well, he was hating on which, mean, which means he's up. A, he's a, he hates both because both are technically uh, going against the teachings. Mm-hmm. Screw everybody, I'm leaving. <laughs> I mean, that's legit <laughs> what he does. <laughs> He's that literally just like, yeah, that, that, that's what happens. Um, <laughs> so then, also during during this moment, uh, I believe it is Maester Micah that tells them that they have to... They tell them they have to do something. Someone uh, remind me. He sends... They have to do something. I don't remember what it is. And then see more volunteers. I think it is to, to send them to Via Purifico, I believe it is. Yes, Via Purifico um, is where they're, <clears throat> they're supposed to be imprisoned. And Seymour is the one who says he's going to ensure that they don't make it out. And then Kinox says that he's going to go with him to make sure because he doesn't actually trust Seymour, which I thought was really interesting. Um, and then they have this conversation about how he doesn't trust him because he, and I think Seymour says, is it because I killed my father? And I was like, well, you know, that's probably a really good reason <laughs> to not trust somebody. I mean, if you went out and killed your daddy just because, like. And that's the crazy thing. They're totally cool with it. They're like, 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 yeah, yeah, sure. We knew you killed your father. I mean, you probably had it coming. Just we don't trust you, but we know you had to do it. It's like, uh, what? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like everyone, and except for I don't was. Kelk Ronson probably didn't know. Okay, I was just gonna say. But I think, but I think, think, but I think, must have known. Kelk Ronson was blown by everything that was happening. (laughs) Yeah, Kelk Ronson was not in the loop at all. Yeah, that's where. He was also shocked, and he was like, "What?" And then Seymour was like, "Oh, you I didn't know? Like, you <laughs> didn't give three bucks." It's like, mm. "Yeah, I killed him." Nah, what about it? Did I, I miss like, anything in that section now. before I move on? Um, I think it was Yuna in that cutscene that said that she rejected Yevin at that point. Yes, moment. yes, yeah, she I think did. so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Finally, she was done with this. Yeah, and then they threw her down via. Perifico? Yes. Also, uh, sorry, because I was not taking notes at this moment. I stopped for the podcast because I, I was, like, enthralled. I was really in it. So so that's why I'm, like, asking you guys if I missed anything, because I was like, oh, shit, Yuna's, Yuna's that bad bitch. She was like, fuck yeah, then. Fuck y'all. And I was so here for it. I was like, yes, Yuna, look at my group. Even Waka, I wasn't hating for once on him. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, guys, yes. Fuck all these maesters. I'm, I'm here for it. Anyway, so yeah, they're thrown in Via Perifico, which is also, uh, incidentally, one of the best tracks in this game. Oh, my 
God, I love the music in Vera Perifico. Musically, so it's beautiful. I also good. use it in my D and D campaign. It has such a such a sense, like such a theme around the sound of it. It's just it's very intense it can be used in D because i did and it's fucking and, awesome and and it's and it's great because you play as yuna during that entire section mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who runs and you gotta like gather your party most of them <laughs> who runs very similarly to Aerith and ff7 so square please women <laughs> run regularly i promise you <laughs> they don't they don't run like they're always in some type of princess distress they run like regular people, like even when like they're wearing dresses. <laughs> no. It depends on how the dress is made, though. That's true. But Yuna's is loose as fuck. So there's no... Re- as was Aerith's pretty much. like she can- Aerith is pretty loose, and she shouldn't have been running like that. Yeah, I'm just saying, let's progress a little bit, guys. Y'all do... Some- we got some good progression over there, but let's let's not make our women run with their arms to the sides flailing. That's really weird. <laughs> Nobody does that. Uh, <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> so we're dumped there. We are uh, separate. Everyone's been separated, um, except for obviously the three swimmers have found each other because they're dumped in the water. And um, the other ones who don't swim, Lulu, Kimari, Oren, and Yuna have all been dumped and separated. And we, and as we go throughout the area, we find everyone. Uh, I do believe you start as Yuna, correct? Yes. Yeah, you yes. start as Yuna, you go, you find Oren, Riku, Kamari, and uh, I think Kamari's like one of the first people that's like right there. Yeah, you don't find Riku though. She's with the swimmers. Right? No, no, no I, I didn't say yeah. <clears throat> Did I, I? If I said it, I didn't mean to. I, I meant Yuna, uh, Kimari, Lulu, and Oren. My bad. Yeah. Lulu's the very first one I found when I was playing as Yuna, which was great because Lulu's like great, but you know. She is. I found Kimari, I think I found, and then I found I think Oren, I found Kimari last. and then I found Lulu last. <laughs> and I was like, where's my last? girl? Oh, no. Yes, I was like, where's oh. my girl, Lulu? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? Okay, tell me. Who did you guys find first? Now, everybody else, tell me. <laughs> I don't remember finding Lulu. I just uh, Kimari was first, and then Oren was a minute later. <laughs> yeah. Did you, did you find Lulu? Oh, my God. <laughs> I found left Kimari, <laughs> then Lulu, then Oren. Okay. Uh... God. I think I picked Kimari or on Lulu. David, you left Lulu in the dungeon. She's fine by herself. She really oh. doesn't need me. <laughs> she can't. She can't handle herself. To be fair, honestly, like if anyone who can handle themselves is just her. Honestly, she can. And I thought it was really interesting that she's been on what four pilgrimages by now. This yeah. is a third, I think. Was it? Oh, I thought it was the fourth one too. I, I thought it was the fourth. Yeah. I don't remember, so you might be right. I, 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 I honestly think it's four. Because we She's do wait, 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 fourth what fourth uh, what fourth pilgrimage. Wait, who's Lulu? Lulu. Lulu's. Lulu. Uh, I do think it's her third. I think it's three. Master the, Zook. The, yes. Lady, her first pilgrimage was the lady who died, and this would be her third. Yeah, but isn't there one that she doesn't talk about? No, that was that was the one that she doesn't talk about. That, the, one that the lady died. The one where the lady dies. Yeah. Yeah. No, her, her summoner. She doesn't talk about. Okay, whatever. It no, doesn't matter. I, I, I believe you guys. So then we have to fight Isaru, who I was like, please just get out the way. Like, I don't want to murder you. <laughs> like, when he... He's nice when, one, too. Hmm? He's the nice one, too. I he was know, supposed he was to be the nice, nice one. one. So this is like a big betrayal, honestly. He was yeah. summoned by the maesters to defeat Isaru. us as as we are traitors at this point. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think it was really interesting to have... 
to to have to battle someone who's been nice to us this entire time, but who is still blinded by Yevon. But then at the same time, I was like, dude, don't you see what is going on? Like, whether you know that these mesas are dead or not, you know that we are still on this mission to stop Sin. Like, you knew who my father was. You know what we're doing. You see that we've been thrown down here as traitors. Do you really want to step in front of uh, Bahamut, bro? Because... Yeah, and, that, and, not only, and not only that, but he knows what he's doing is wrong because he didn't have his guardians come with them to do the task. Yep. Like, he decided to just do it by himself. It's just... It's it's so disappointing because, like you said, what you said, Isaru is the good one between, you know, him and Donna. Mm -hmm. And you would expect Donna to be the one to, like, become, like, evil horns and whatever and fight. You don't actually fight Donna in this game, spoiler alert. It's Isaru that you fight, the one that you think would be on your side. That's because Donna knows what's up. Yeah, Donna gave up. She She literally, on that airship, she was like, fuck this. I think we all chose for her to give up, so that's it. No more Don appearance in this game. But yeah, Isaru's the one that ends up being the traitor. It's like it's such a shame that the nice guy ends up becoming the tool of Yevin, even though he knows what's up. And I'm like, what? Why? Well, technically, what? we're the traitors, not him. No, he doesn't betray Yevin. He betrays us, even knowing that Yevin is wrong in this situation. Well, Sid and the Albed they rescued Isaru, and he oh, we still did followed save Yevin. That they could have started as kidnapping, though. No, they didn't know they were rescued. Yeah. But then they saw the destruction. And they're like, "Oh, I guess we've been rescued." And that's when Donna has her change of heart. Yeah, I think yep. she means like the fact that we took them away from home before Yevin almost murdered them, all of them. Which, like, how is that supposed to work? Okay, th- real quick, real quick aside, like, how exactly was this supposed to work? Because if you steal all of the summoners, sure they can't kill themselves, but literally, sin will probably just kill the world. One, but also <laughs> two, if. Like, Yevin came to destroy home knowing that all the summoners were there. Wouldn't that be counterproductive to them? Because then they still can't continue the cycle because Sin will just also kill the whole world. So wouldn't that just not work either way? <laughs> I feel like everybody would be fucked by these players. And just get a new summoners, Yevin says. Well, true. What, true. What's, a few sum- what's, a few, what's a few summoners' deaths to rid the heretic Albed? That is, is very the, true. It, this is true. I did not think of that. I literally was just like, well, y'all, like, this is not going to work for anybody. <laughs> like, either way, both sides are bad. Anyway, so uh, once we escape, after we defeat Isaru, because, like, obviously. Um, Wait, hold on, real, real quick. I will say the one thing I liked about the Isaru boss fight is that he actually nicknamed his Aeons. Like, they're not they're not their default name. If you look at the, the, the names, they're not the default names. That is right. Like he nick- he he, he he nicknamed his Valifor Teria, I think. Um, his Ephraim something with a G. I don't remember the exact name. And then his Bahama was like nicknamed Spathy. I'm like, huh? Well, these are some clever nicknames. And yet you can't find a single Pokemon NPC that has any of their nicknames. You're the you're the main character, the only one that I guess nicknames Pokemon. Are you but, sure? So there you go. Positive. Isaru nicknamed all three of his Aeons. No, I meant I meant. Pokemon. It's like a thing. Oh yeah, no Pokemon. Yeah, none of the uh, none of the uh, enemy NPCs uh, nicknamed their Pokemon. I they do in Stadium, like but not in. But not in... To, we're gonna have to debate this after the work. podcast. Okay, <laughs> you might be right, but I, I have a feeling. Okay. Um, Brandon's like you're gonna be wrong. <laughs> that that okay is like okay. <laughs> yeah, are you sure you want to do this? <laughs> he's talking to sure, me dude. as if I am Isaru. <laughs> and he's you know you sure he wanted to... okay okay i must i must do this on clean good correction myself <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, anyway, so then we take over to the other three, which is Waka, Titus, and Riku. And, of course, we swim through and we have to fight Zombie Evray. And so in our chat, uh, Brandon was nice enough to mention that, you know, the zombie effect has the opposite on uh, healing. And so I want to talk about my experience with this really quickly. I, um, the first time I played it, and then you guys have to tell me how, how you guys did it. The first time I played it, I was like, oh shit, Brandon said something about zombies. So like, this must be what he was talking about. So I like pushed the little things to get the gate passed. But then I saw that I was like leaving chests behind and I was like, fuck, but like, also I want to kill this thing. So I started throwing some some high potions at it because I had 99 because I collect a million things forever. Uh, so I started throwing some high potions. I was like, yes, damage, yes, damage, yes, damage. Um, it was still, it took a little while. I'm not going to lie. This was not one of those really quick uh, one and done ones. But I killed him. And then I think I was with Hope and he was telling me, I was, I think I, we were talking about how I missed some of the stuff or something. There was something that I had to do. I don't remember if it was something that I was stealing from him or what. Do you remember what it was? Yeah, you first, you went past the chest, and if you go past them, you, the game doesn't let you go back for them. So I was like, mm. oh, you have to redo that. Yes. So then he told me that uh, he literally said that there is a way to two-shot the boss. And I was like, what are you talking about? Yep. Like, there's yep, no yep. way. Um, but oh. also, I think it was also something I wanted to steal. Yes, there was something I, I wanted to steal from him. I don't remember what it was, but I remember specifically doing mug a lot until I got it. And I think also that I wanted everyone to hit because I wanted the AP. So I was like, no, everybody has to hit him. So um, I went back. I was like, how do I two hit him? And he was like, you know what um, what a Phoenix Down does, right? And I was like, oh, my God. So I went back. Phoenix Down, that motherfucker. And I was like, oh, my God, he's dead. This is crazy. That's so cool. I, I had know. No idea. I had no idea either. So I was super excited to talk about this because I was like, oh my God. You fe- if you finish oh. down him twice, he literally dies. Like the second one, he's dead. And I was like, this You is- guys didn't know that? I did Wait, not. Question. No. Yeah. So if you have someone who's zombie and you use death on them, will it like reverse that? No, unfortunately, it only reflects, uh, it Ooh. only, uh, it only reverses like, um, life-giving items, so like potions or phoenix downs, it does not work for death. It does not give you life for death. <laughs> I wish it did. I wish it did. I wish zombie reversed everything. That would be so interesting. But it should. No. That would be cool. So yeah, tidbit for anyone who is may have been stuck on that area, just uh, phoenix down that motherfucker twice, and he is gone. Yep. Um, <laughs> which, crazy. Crazy. Um, how did you guys, how, how did everyone else do the fight? Um, it went down pretty quickly, but for some reason, he killed Riku within, like, the last turn of his life. I was so... <laughs> you know what it was? was? Disrespectful. Now I remember why I did that fight, like, three times, actually. <laughs> because I wanted the AP for everyone, but he does have that one-hit petrify, I think it is, that kills you. Yeah, and so he does have that. I had to do it a few times because I think the f- I did like Phoenix down the first time and then I had everyone do a hit. And then when I went to do Phoenix down the second time, he killed Riku. So she didn't get any AP. So I was like, fuck, I did it again. And then I think he did Waka. And I was like, do I care about Waka enough to do this again? <laughs> I don't know. But I think I did it again. And then finally I got everyone without him killing everyone. Uh, good times. That, that battle actually gives you a lot of AP. So. It does. it does. It does for a pretty easy fight. I have a, I have a question. Like, I don't know. I don't. I don't think anyone did this, but this is a theor- This is more of a theoretical thing. So, knowing that two Phoenix Downs could kill Evray, 
What would a Mega Phoenix do to Every? Would that be a one hit? I don't know, and I and I don't have, and I'm never going to waste a Mega Phoenix on <laughs> on on Every. But I'm just curious if that's a thing. I mean, if anyone's could. listening to this podcast, let us know if Mega Phoenix just instantly kills Every Altana. I'm save just curious. Save before, um, save before you do it. What's happened? Save before you do it. And then do- so I redid it like three times. One. So if you would have told me, I would have done it again because I did it like three times. <laughs> Just say before you do it and restart. I always restart, guys. Like, Hope can tell you. I always restart. If I miss something, I will close that game so quick. But that's just because... Uh, for, like, the um, smallest reasons, too. I, I really do. I was playing Breath of the Wild yesterday, and I missed a fairy. And I was like, oh, restart. But then he was like, you, they're random. And I was like, fuck. So I didn't use it. But, um, but it's not guaranteed. It's just random RNG, and you're like, nah, restart the whole game. <laughs> the whole game. I don't even care when the last time I saved was. Restart the whole game. Uh, but that's just because it's JRPG Club, so I really want to get everything, because I'm hosting these podcasts. I got to know what I'm talking about, you know? Yeah, so I got none of the primers. Like I said, I'm illiterate. <laughs> no, David! I had to restart. I'm almost illiterate as well, too. We could not even speak it. God, but I didn't know what to say. No! Daddy, what? I can't no. understand you. I'm so sad. I've restarted no, the game fine. to get them. Who needs to speak out bad anyways? Oh, oh clearly nobody. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> I'm so disappointed. Anyway... Thank we should, you. you know what? If we do, if we do do ten two after this, we definitely need to uh, like have a post when people go through of where these things are, so everybody can collect them. Because now I feel like I've left you guys behind. I feel like I've been a bad host. I'm so sorry. Oh, you're fine. You can learn all the languages you want. Like <laughs> we're good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, so the group escapes after fighting Isaru and uh, Zombie Evre. We're reunited, and then we encounter Seymour, who has at this time finally murdered. Mr. Keenock, and he <laughs> says he did it to save him. Um, and I was like, what? Like, but you can't. Like, first of all, the and irony. And now he doesn't have fact, to suffer anymore. That's. The irony in the fact that you are dead, but you got the nerve to go kill him. Like, sir, how could you? Like, you don't get to make these decisions. Um, and then he goes on to we say do. that if all right. life and spirit ends, all suffering would end. And he uh. wants to take Yuna to Xanarkin, and he will take her, where he will take her life and become the next sin, and then destroy the whole world of Spira to save it because he thinks that's how life works. Yeah, I will uh, destroy Spira, and, and by destroying, I will save it is what he says. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, because he thinks that's how life works, and I, I'm, I'm so, I'm sir, that's not, that's not, how, that's not how life works. Uh, but anybody want to jump in on that tidbit of how Seymour thinks and feels? Yeah, it's interesting to finally, after all this, like, you know he was a creep, and 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 we all expected that he was a villain, like, pretty early. What we couldn't figure out until we got to this point is, what the hell is his motivation? Why is he doing what he does? He's like, oh, he wants to become the next sin. Um, and, the, and the interesting about that statement is, we know it's possible for a person to become sin. I'm sure everybody else was hearing Seymour say that. And it's like, are you insane? You can't become sin. While Titus is in his mind, knows what sin is and knows this is 100% possible. But also that it's probably not possible to control yourself as sin because clearly Jack cannot. Well, I mean, can he, can he? Well, to some Do degree we know he can. But whether he, can't, he can or he can't? There, there's clearly been some instances where Sin has done something for Titus, like getting Titus and his friends to home safely or Beacon Island safely. That was obviously Jack's will. 
But Jet, like, I don't think he would willingly massacre people if he had full control over himself as sin. I don't think he gives a fuck because literally a lot of times are are actually because Oren says like he's doing this stuff to get your attention so you can stop him. Um, So I think he, you know, uh, everywhere we go, that motherfucker follows. Yeah. Mm hmm. No, I'm not, you know, but, I, I agree. It my might thing, not my, all my be... thinking is that, like, I think if he, like, has to, like, kill anyway because he doesn't have full control, he's going to do it in, I guess, in a way that would prov- prov- provoke Titus into stopping him, I guess. Makes sense. Yeah. I feel like, like, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is, I don't think you can not, you can't not kill as sin. I'm just saying he's trying his damnedest to, like, make the damage minimal. It's unfortunate that it's still a lot of freaking death, but <laughs> like, but I don't think he can prevent, he can make zero deaths as sin. I think that's just in sin's nature. Jack can't fully stop it. Also, I remember now, uh, those, those, um, those chests had the Avenger weapon for Titus and the rematch weapon for Waka. And I'm pretty sure Avenger is the one that has counterattack, which is fucking amazing. I've been using it ever since. I got Avenger. I didn't get rematch. Avengers great. It's great. I've stuck with Brotherhood the whole time. Actually, Brotherhood is also a really good weapon. Yeah, yeah. it's it, like it, it's consistent as a starting weapon. It's really, really, really great. Um, and it's honestly. uniquely awesome looking the whole yeah. time. Yep. Facts. Uh, so then, um, oh, lost my notes. Hold on. Brotherhood is to Titus as the Buster Sword is to Cloud, basically. Respectable. So then we. I'm, oh, true, true, true story. Um, then we are at the end of this hallway on Highbridge, and that's when we find out here's another fucking battle against Seymour, because Final Fantasy loves to throw you against the same boss multiple times. Um, and, and, in different forms. Yeah. And yeah. of course, our lovely friend Oaka <laughs> is battle there. battle too. Uh, cause he's always everywhere. Awaka's there. Um, and then we have to run down the, the hallway, which is, by the way, for anyone who's playing through, a great spot to grind because those things give you a lot of AP. They um, do. I, I grinded yes. there for a little bit. And, um, I also, uh, whatever. So anyway, you run down there and then you have to fight Seymour Noctus, which is like, you know, another Seymour. He has different attackable portions on him. Um, and he has that ugly little scorpion thingamabobber. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, how'd you guys do against him on that one? So two things about this fight. Um, one, I think it's interesting that Seymour has more control of his fiend form than other sent beings. The fact that he was able to form into this monstrosity and minor spoiler, this is not even the last, this is not even his final form. Oh my God. That this. is not a minor spoiler. <laughs> what? We killed him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't, we, we didn't send him though, so you know he's just he's just getting stronger. <laughs> he's just out here chilling. <laughs> stay, stay tuned for the next part. Ooh, boy. <laughs> oh boy, minor spoiler, our, we're our, doing our, it again. Our, our our own Piran had trouble with one of the fights that's coming up soon with Seymour, and that's all I'm going to say about that. But anyway, going on to the fight itself. So on that stretch that you were just mentioning, which is a great place to grind, I got my Aeons all there are overdrive, and so all my overdrives were on the Aeons were full. Use them all. Fight was a breeze because I just I just unloaded overdrive after overdrive <laughs> and I just won. I love that. There, there, there was, like I don't, I don't even know I, I don't even know what Seymour Natus does in this fight. I just unloaded overdrives and I was just done. <laughs> so you guys can tell me what, what does Seymour Natus do? Talk to me. <laughs> wow, that's like 
old of you, Brandon. You're like, I, I don't even have time for this. Yawn for me. <laughs> yeah, tell, tell, tell me what the fight is. <laughs> Um, I'll tell you. I'll tell you my experience, and then um, someone else can go. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but that little ugly alien bullshit. Um, it heals Seymour. Yeah. Mm, yes, it does. So the key is the he key was about to, to tell me no, and he didn't even do it. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. All I'm saying, all I'm saying is because I because before like I I cheese the fight this time, but on past play, on past playthroughs. The strategy is you have to keep attacking his little thing because then it keeps taking health from Seymour, so it doesn't heal yeah. him. Oh, it doesn't heal him. It takes health from him. Exactly. Yeah. So if you kill the little thing, then it'll take the health <laughs> from Seymour to go back to full, basically, and that's how you kill Seymour if you're not doing the cheese strategy. Yeah. <laughs> I am. Kill the little thing. <laughs> oh, there was also trigger commands here as yep, well. for dialogue. Um, because you yeah, know, we love talking to Seymour. See, um, I didn't do any of those because I was too busy trying to not die. <laughs> so I was like basically casting haste on everybody and casting slow on Seymour and then doing the the elemental nulls on everybody. Great I times. Do, I yeah, do want to I talk real quick about the trigger the trigger quotes that you're referring to. Tidus is not as impactful this time around because basically what Seymour is like, oh, so you two want to <laughs> die to become peaceful on Tidus? Like, you talk too much, Seymour. It's a nice little silly thing. He does my favorite, my favorite is Oren because, like Oren, if he like Seymour doesn't respond to this, but Oren says, although he's not the man I once knew, Kinak was still a was still a trusted friend. You will pay for his death. I'm like, oh shit, Oren. Let him know. It's like apparently Kinak wasn't an asshole, according to Oren. Like he got real no. mad that Kinak died here, despite yep. him being us seeing nothing but Kinak's worst. Mm-hmm. Facts. And after that. I mean, you cheesed it, but after that, Aaron gets attack up, and he does insane damage. Like, yeah. I, I was doing actually nine 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 nine. Oh, oh wow. wow! Yo, my Oren did that. Um, it, this is also a little bit of a an aside, but my Oren did that in the Comlands when I got the capture um weapon, and I was like, why? Like, really? why did you just do that amount of? Damage? No, that's just because you're over leveled OP. Oh, you well, keep grinding in like different spots, and you're OP. Well, no, it all makes sense. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you that hallway before Seymour is where I just like went ham. I did not fight him for a while um, because they give so much AP. It's so good. But also, it, I will literally, um, even if I have people dodge, I always have all my characters do something, and I fight every battle. I never skip a battle, and um, I have all of them. Even if it's just to defend a turn, I literally have all of them go. Um, that way they all get stuff. So yeah, I am a little OP, but it's making the game actually uh, enjoyable for me because I I would hate to be stuck on an area like some of our <laughs> guests here on the podcast. Uh, so Ooh. yeah. No offense, that was not, like, I know that came out shady. Anyway, I'm gonna just stop. Uh, so yeah, I had no problems with this one. I'm also pretty sure I accidentally killed him early because it was not the plan, but as y'all know, I grinded in that hallway, so it was pretty easy for me. So yeah, I just casted the nulls on everyone. No shock, no tide, no brazen, no frost, um, haste, and we kind of just went to town and killed him. I don't even think I did limits. Are, they're not limit breaks. What are they? Overdrive. Overdrives. What has limit breaks? FF7? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I've been thinking about that game. I want to replay it. Uh, yeah, so, um, uh, yes, I... I, I stay tuned next year for our FF7 remake JRPG. Oh, uh, yes. Don't do that. I'm looking for another way to play FF7. I mean, hey, I a, hope replay, you guys know this. a replay with the group before part two. 
Um, anyway, uh, so yeah, mm. I had no problems with it. I was OP. <laughs> I didn't even use my overdrives. I never use my overdrives. I'm gonna start using them. I use them for boss battles. I'm like, I don't want to deal with this. Yeah, same. Just make this easier. <laughs> I keep them for boss fights. Anyway, so after that, unless anyone else wants to add, no. <laughs> No, okay. <laughs> so, then, um, <laughs> so then we're back in Makalania Woods as we're leaving. And of course, guys, my favorite scene in the whole game happens. It's, it's wonderful. We talk to everyone who's standing there just being annoying, and they're all like, oh yeah, Yuna left. So then um, Titus walks out uh, to, to Yuna talks to her in the water, and then we have that beautiful scene with the Sutiteka Night song. I'm probably saying it wrong. Forgive me. And then we have that beautiful scene between Titus and Yuna. And then, um, anybody want to talk about that? Yeah, it's the most beautiful so- song. In the- it's one of the most, most beautiful scenes in the game. It's visually appealing. It's nice that they finally confirmed their feelings for each other. The music is beautiful. And by the way, <laughs> our um, our um, video, like when I streamed this, our video on YouTube for this is like partially blocked because we had the music playing. Oh wow! Like the video, like the video, you can watch it on YouTube. It's there. The, the, the like the last section we played, but that part is gonna be like blocked because of that of that because of the music. So sorry, <laughs> I guess if you really want to see the thing, play the damn game. I guess or yeah. find someone who's some, yeah, or find some copyright. Yeah, or find someone on YouTube who somehow circumvented it, but we certainly didn't. <laughs> but that's a, but, but but that aside, the, the the scene is the scene is wonderful. I absolutely adore the scene, and also the aftermath of it because when Titus and Yuna, first of all, they hold hands after that scene, which is so cute, and then after that, when they get back to the scene, everybody knows what just went down. Especially Kimari, because he was like watching from the watching basically. Poor Riku. But everyone, but everyone else suspects, especially Riku. Like Riku, kind of like gives like a little nudge to Titus, like huh huh, <laughs> like. Like, they all know. They all know what they just did. I'm like, uh oh. Hmm. You're making it sound like they just had sex. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, technically, they probably, Final did. Fantasy game cool. do. they probably did. Like, when they was all in the space sky water thing, that was, that was, that was. It could have been just a, just a, like, uh, I don't know, a Square Enix visual version of sex, I guess. Probably was. That's probably what happened. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> after they had great sex that like blew them into space, uh, <laughs> you got, they come back out <laughs> and we make our way to the Comlands, which was super confusing for me. I had no idea what to do. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not oh, gonna lie. I'm sorry. There is one other thing in that scene that I, I forgot to mention. It's that that before that scene happened, when Titus and Yuna were talking, there Titus was once again talking about Xanarkin and apologizing because he had no idea what Yuna's pilgrimage then. So he had to apologize first before the scene continued. But Yuna reassured him that everything was fine, that she was happy, and that she was going to give up her pilgrimage. But then after that scene, Yuna realized she had to keep going. And Titus just reaffirmed that, well, if you you can keep going your pilgrimage, but I'm going to find a way to save you, basically. Oh, um. Also, really trying. Yeah. No, you guys don't get away without talking about this, David. How did you feel? Yeah. About that scene. <laughs> yes, sir. I don't really. I don't really like Titus and you together. I feel like it's very forced. Oh! I feel like it's just like our. It is super not forced. I no, hard wait, wait, wait. Oh, I want to hear this that, hot take. That, that's Please. a hard disagree there. David, I have to I don't disagree. Know, I feel more chemistry with like him and like Riku. Maybe I just love Riku more. But I'm like, come on, she's... they're buddies. I don't see that. No. Yuna feels so forced. I feel like Yuna doesn't know how to process like process of romantic emotions. She's like, I'm here. What? Guide me oh, through love. Stop. And he's just like, okay. 
He's like ah. a jock who like finds that super cute nerdy girl with glasses in the science class. He's like, hey girl, tutor me. <laughs> and she's like, you have power in the social structure. Okay, I'll follow you. You know what? David, oh you have a little bit of yeah. a point. I, I heard them disagree <laughs> with you, but I do think the way that Yuna's portrayed, she does not know how to, or rather she doesn't express herself properly. So I feel like no. Titus could have been anyone, honestly. Yeah. And Yuna probably <laughs> no. would have been like, no, 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 no. No, There's no, no. Too many uh, no, 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 no. Literally any character. I, I, I think David does have a point. And this is just my point agreeing with him because I do think that any character that was not Titus who like came to Yuna and made her laugh and made her feel good would have gotten her vagina. 100%. <laughs> just because. Just like that. Just because. Okay, but that no, like okay, if they continue. had done the same thing that Yuna did, I completely agree. I feel like Yuna doesn't have that person because everyone else, literally because everyone else is a part of her family or they're not human. So like, <laughs> there's no way she could have had that connection with anyone else. So it, it does not take much for Titus and Yuna to fall in love. I say that in air quotes. It doesn't take much for them to fall in love. And I feel like um, Titus is probably more in it on in this side than Yuna is. Um, I think he cares for her a lot, but I don't think that they're like actually in love, I think, at this point. Like, I don't know what's going to happen in the end, um, but I don't think they're in love love. It's kind of like in... Okay, I'm t- a little tangent, but it's kind of like in The Last of Us 2 when Ellie and Dina are, you know, together as a couple. Are they really in love or is Dina the only lesbian that's around? You gotta ask yourself these questions. Is Titus and Yuna really in love or like is he the only person who's not related to her going on this pilgrimage with her and they're sharing these situations and then maybe they do fall in love um but i think david has a little bit of a point but also um i think riku and and titus would have been cute but i do think titus likes yuna more than he likes riku but i also think riku has a little thing for titus now i'm not saying that we can't throw lulu in there either because no never mind i'm done (laughs) okay i mean yeah i mean yeah Chrissy, how'd you feel about that scene? I love it. <laughs> but Brandon summed up everything for me. So in the end, I'm like, yeah. Really? There was no special, special, nothing, like nothing extra that you felt? Just like. I mean, it's one of my favorite scenes of the game besides, you know, the wedding scene where, you know, basically summons. Uh, oh, my oh, goodness. The name just blinked out on me. Four. <laughs> yes. I love but no, scene, it's yeah. like one of my top, I think, my top five favorite ff there sequences. we go that's beautiful see i gotta pull it out of you but i'm here for that i had no idea <laughs> that's how you felt <laughs> not because you were just, that's why i was asking i had no idea that was your top five all right well really quick also but i'm yeah, going off topic again favorites. but like what's number one? Oh no yeah you have to tell us what your number one ff favorite scene is unless it's a spoiler Chrissy left. She was like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm, I'm here. Question. <laughs> I'm here. Can you what's guys your... not hear me? Now I can. Yeah. What's your number one? Yeah. What's your number one Final Fantasy scene? Um, I think that one for the longest. Jeez. I think that one might be actually my top. Okay. Okay. I think it's... <laughs> I'm trying to go back and figure out which ones are my favorite. I have so many. No, you know what? That's that's actually number two. My my most favorite FF scene 
is the dance sequence with Squall and Renoa in, in FF8. Oh Wait, okay, no spoilers. Stop. I was just kidding. Is that a spoiler? <laughs> you saw that already. Oh, when they have like the band thing? No, in the is beginning. Yeah. Yeah, in the very beginning. It's in the very beginning. When she goes to garden at first and yes. you see her in the, that white dress or like yes. gold dress or whatever. And, and the and meme is that you're the most handsomest guy here. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. You're right. With your pixelated lip. Not yeah. anymore. Not <laughs> anymore. My dog said in the remaster, you can see his whole face. We're not doing that anymore. My favorite FF scene, actually, um, one of them is from FF13. Actually, another one's from FF12, but probably my favorite one is a big oh, spoiler 12? for um what FF12. Oh, like yeah. the the home scene with also I'm sorry everybody listening, just bear with us for a second. The home scene when um Fran goes home after you save her sister, and she's talking uh, to yeah. her other sister, and you just mm-hmm. find out like that that um you know find out more about her life and how she's left this area and what it's done to her, and then right after when Vaughn is like, "Oh my God, how old are you?" and then there's that really awkward uh, comical scene, and everybody's like, "Shut the fuck up, Vaughn, you stupid bitch." That's probably <laughs> one of my favorite scenes, <laughs> top top five. Uh, but one of my actual favorite ones has to be. I also love some scenes from the ending of FF Nine is also a there um i need to play it Uh, christy what are you doing (laughs) (laughs) but one of my all-time favorites is definitely (laughs) one that has not made it in the remake yet and i'm not going to talk about it because it is a spoiler but for anybody who's played smash you've probably seen the meme recreated with cloud um if you know what i'm talking about that pivotal moment in um uh video game history is probably i mean who even knows that's gonna happen again so Uh, true but i don't want to spoil it anyway but that's probably weirdly one of my favorite ff scenes having like actually played through ff7 and seen it and knowing the impact of it honestly my my third favorite sequence is from the remake but it is a spoiler okay i think i know a scene you're talking about christy because that's currently my number two in my in my top five okay well we gotta talk about this after the podcast we do we gotta talk about yeah. this I we do this. okay it's like a couple of mine are from nine when alexander gets them and then i'm just like oof beautiful one of the very few cg scenes in there yeah he oh yeah he was like the the huge building right yeah the castle summon mm-hmm. damn i don't remember that scene though Fuck. another one of my favorite is the ending for type zero. Oh, i haven't finished it well, spoilers spoilers <laughs> I don't know. I'm only like a fourth done with that game, maybe. I don't know. Really? I need to play it. I've never finished it. In I think I'm the only one who's finished it. Chrissy, you're the only one who finishes games. That's not true because there are a lot of games you don't finish. So I take that back. Uh, anyway, wow, sorry. Girl, that's very pointed. It's because first I was like, oh, Chrissy speed run. Look, if Chrissy likes a game, she will speed run that shit and then play it like three more times, right? But if she like is kind of distracted, she will never finish it. So like, it's either it's very true, super fast, or she doesn't finish it all. So like, if Chrissy takes more than two weeks yeah, to finish a game, I'm just like, she's not gonna finish it. Fast or not at all. Yeah, that's, 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 that's it. it. It's the reason why apparently I'm nicknamed the local res, like the residential HP critical speed runner here. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Like Christy, like will be if done. I don't plow through a game as quickly as possible, I'm never going to finish it. Facts. She'll be done. Did I tell you I finished like, Dying Rompa one and two and like over the weekend? No, you did not. I'm trying to get Job to play. Tell him. To, tell him to play. Please play it. <laughs> 
Uh, I will consider it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, Comlands because we got super distracted. Uh, <laughs> oh no! Distraction though. Oh, you didn't tell us how you felt about the scene. Oh, true. Go for it. Oh, I didn't. Okay, I thought it was great. It, I'm. I don't know where I put it because you guys threw me for a loop. I don't know what my top five scene for any Final Fantasy is. I actually love them all a lot, but I never rated them like that. But um, yeah, I thought it was great. Like everyone said, visuals were great. The only thing I would probably throw in more in there than you guys did is that I'm like, Kimari was there the whole time? Bro, go away. Oh my god, yes, he was standing there in the corner. I forgot. <laughs> and then he didn't, he didn't even say anything afterwards. He's just like, mm-hmm, yep, good shit, bro. All right, let's go. Slap you a high five when y'all get back. He's like, good shit, my man. Good shit. <laughs> and you then compressed. Anyway, so yeah, then we go to the comlands, and I didn't know what to do, so somebody tell me. Wait, what happened? What about the comlands? I said we got to the comlands, and then I didn't know what to do. I know that we talked to, um, you talked to Donna, and you fight her again. Um, and then, Not Donna. Uh, not Donna. Um, Belgamine. Um, Thank you. Mm. You fight her yeah, again. That's her name. And then I don't know what happens. Like, you get a chocobo, and I don't know. Somebody tell me what we were supposed to do. <laughs> okay, cool. Game. Cool. So, Comlands. So, I did, like, an entire stream dedicated to Comlands because this is a portion of the game where it really opens up to you if you are interested in doing, like, side quests. Because you get the monster arena where you can capture monsters and bring them there. You can do the chocobo games, like Christy mentioned. And you do need to do it at least once if you want to have access to chocobos in the Comlands. Which will in turn gain you access to the Remium Temple. Did any of you get to the Remium Temple by chance? Yes. Uh, I did. The evil monsters? Uh, I died. No, 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 not, right? no, not Yojim. I'm talking about Remium Temple, which is where you find Belgamine again. And there's also like a Chocobo racing game there. No? What? No. So no one got to Remium Temple? Am I the only one? Oh, I, I got there. I'm just shocked that there was a lot of yes, and now it's like, wait, what? But yeah, yeah I no, got there. Okay, yeah. So Remium Temple, yeah. If you get a Chocobo, you can access Remium Temple. If you get a Chocobo, you can access the temple. It's like on one of the ledges that you can only access via Chocobo. And if you go there, not only is there a Chocobo racing mini game there, you can race another Chocobo down the cliff, basically. But you find Belgamine again. Uh, have we talked about what Belgamine is yet, or do we want to talk about no. that now? She she does she explains it there. She explains it right there when you get to yeah, the she, temple. Yeah, she does. So yeah. Uh, do you want me to do it? Yeah, I can just... please. Go ahead. Yeah, Belga- yeah, Belgamene is dead. She also was. She's also has not been sent. It's great. She so literally she, so... doesn't. She say like, "Don't send me yet." Yes, exactly. Yep. Like it, 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 uh, it makes it gives more clarification to something she said the very first time you met her, where she, where Yuna says, "But I think you might be the first one to send." It's like I cannot, or rather, I could not. So yeah, she fought sin and lost. What's even more crazy about that? is that Belgamine has all eight Aeons. So not only the five that you have to get in the game, but she also got the three optional Aeons as well. And she still couldn't defeat Sin. So when you meet her at the Remium Temple, she says, don't send me yet because I can be of use to you. So that opens up a side quest where you can fight all the Aeons, but you can only fight them if you've obtained it yourself. That includes the optional ones. And only, and only... If you defeat all eight Aeons, will you see a cutscene where Yuna can finally send Belgamine? So, yeah. There's also another bonus Aeon in the temple, but you cannot access it until you can find the other two optional Aeons. It has to be the last one you get. Wait, there are three optional Aeons? Three optional Aeons. Yeah, there are. Look at us learning on the podcast. I knew that. (laughs) One is Yojimbo, which we're going to talk about, I guess, in a second. Learning life. The seventh one... 
Should I should I say it? It's, no, don't spoil it. Okay, I won't say it. But the <laughs> but the Aphaeon, which is in Remium Temple, is a reference to like uh, I think enemies from FF four or something like that. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mega Sisters. It's 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 a no spoiler, it's a, Brandon. I know. I just said Jeez. don't spoil it. <laughs> I'm not gonna say the seventh uh, Aeon. Well, but now he's spoiled it. <laughs> anyway, it's, it's, it's fine. I, well, you named two out of the three. Might I mean, you might as well say the other. Yeah. Uh, no, I will not. That's an objective plot spoiler. You sure? Yeah. May, I said I Vegas mean, is because it's not a plot spoiler. It's just a Easter egg. Seventh one is a plot spoiler. I am not saying that. No, sir. Look at Brandon. Can I spoil I it, Jarrell? No. <laughs> Stop it. If you won't, I will. I, I was about to ask too, Christy. <laughs> like, what is going on oh. here? Stop it. <laughs> anyway. Anyways. Yeah. That's Premium Temple. Cool stuff. All right, so we got the Comlands. We did Belgamine. Um, we did that stupid ass Chocobo training <laughs> bullshit, which took me far too long. I hated it. Um, and you know, Ramium Temple, like you said. Uh, and then afterwards, um, oh, th- did you talk about the monster arena? I mentioned it, but I didn't really mess with it much, unless uh, if someone has more capture weapons, you go around killing stuff, capturing it, you get rewards for it. There you go. That's what? pretty much it. That's the yep. I didn't mess with it too much because it cost Gil and I needed to save Gil for uh, the other temple. Mm-hmm. Facts. So then we move on and then we have to fight Defender X. Which, um... That fight was hard. I'm so sorry. It was super Wait, easy for me. That was already? another one that I killed. That, that was really easy, actually. David, the answer to your question is yes. Because we were stopping at Mount Gagazette. So, yes. Just kidding. I killed that thing. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, 64,000 <laughs> HP and his blast punch hits uh, for about half of the character's HP. It's kind of like uh, Demi, but stronger. Um, and he has Haymaker, which hits Double. for 3,500. Bless com for giving me these um, these uh, stats. Yeah, no, I didn't have much of a... I'm going to shut up because clearly I'm just OP F. Um, so how'd you guys do with it? It was really easy, to be I honest. I I didn't have the spell, so it was hard for me. I think it casted Mighty Guard on itself. Um, and that's why I got oh, hard. Oh, you know what? Me. I remember now. This was actually one of the ones where I actually did use the uh, use their um, overdrive limits. And uh, my dumbass used the elemental reels instead of... What was the other one that um, Waka has? Attack I think it's attack reels. Yeah, I use the oh, elemental reels that. instead of attack reels, and Hope was literally like, no, always use attack reels. It's the strongest one in the game. And I was like, but he's weak to elements. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't matter, so always use your attack reels, guys. Um, that is FF10 uh, knowledge from the veteran himself. You're welcome for the advice. <laughs> Wait, veteran, how do you get attack reels? Because I don't even have that. You have to play Blitzball. <laughs> Ew, no. Yes. No. <laughs> That's literally what no. I said, David. That's literally what I said. But I did it. I did it. I think he finished. I'm mad it, because I when I did that um, Blitzball stream, I saw Attack Reels as one of the prizes. But that was the one I went against the Albert Sykes who have their broken ass goalkeeper with 18 goal points. <laughs> and I couldn't win the final match to get the Attack Reels. Like, I guess we're done here. <laughs> I got so unlucky. I'm so, I'm so upset about that. So yeah, I don't have attack reels. I'm so sorry. And I can yeah, recruit no. people because... Who has it? I don't know if the girl has it. Are we the only ones who have it? I think we yeah, might be because I'm sure Stephanie didn't get it. Yeah. She said thousand You guys the only ones. And I could have gotten it, but it's like, ah. Brad, that I had so much faith in you because we're the only ones who like Blitzball. 
Yeah, I mean, no, I, I, the only reason I didn't spend Gil to recruit players is because, again, I was saving Gil for this upcoming – there's a temple that we went to on this session. Like, I needed that, so I had to save all of my Gil as best I could. Just kidding. That That is, like, masochistic, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, now I that I got – now that I spent now that I spent the Gil that I need, I can go recruit players now. So we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So then, um, once we fight... To- oh, did anyone else have anything to say about Defender X? I know Christy said it was easy. I just used Overdrives and he went down. Um, David, Hope... Same. Overdrive. Easy mode. Easy mode. Damn. I switched between Lulu and I- Yuna, and Yuna's just my black spell ca- spell mage now. Spellcaster. Sorry. Same, but really? Lulu's still stronger than Yuna for me, but same. Really? Mm-hmm. Like, Lulu, like, barely does any damage. I just have to switch what? to Yuna. I think it's because... I think it's because my Lulu... Wait, Hope, you're breaking up so much, I can't hear anything you're saying. But I think it's because my Lulu also went down Yuna's path and got some healing, so that might be why. Uh, but Hope, what did you say? The same thing. My Yuna is stronger than my Lulu for no reason. Oh, get fucked. Guess it's just me. <laughs> I'm not even I'm not even using expert yeah, spear grid like you though. like you as Job and I'm Yuna's my also stronger black mage because I got um what are they called? Um black magic spears. Mm-hmm. So I so when you I use them all on Yuna and got all the level two spells and she's just she's doing more damage than Lulu right now for me. Yo, I just got the third level spells on Riku. And even though her magic oh. isn't that high, I love what I love it. Casting from from let me tell you something. My three girls in the front, with all their black magic, will fuck anybody up. And then they can all heal themselves, because she also has Kiraga. Riku also has Kiraga, or she's gonna get Kiraga. So, like, you got Kira, Kira, and Kiraga Dispel, Reflect, and, like, all three, about to be all three levels of um, black magic. They cannot be fucked with, while my guys are just, you know, in the background. <laughs> anyway, so we fight Defender X. Apparently, yeah. only Brandon had some issue. Brandon, I have so much faith in you. I appreciate that you can bring some levity to this group of assholes who think they're just so good because they just pass everything. Listen, I guess we traded because I I nuked Seymour Natus but struggled on Defender X. So I guess that was where I had to struggle. In, uh, I guess I can't wait to hear how Stephanie did. She's gonna come in here and tell us how the game sucks and how hard it was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> can't wait till she listens to this one uh so then once you go near the bridge there's the cavern of the stolen faith if you go down there you have a cutscene with lulu where she introduces us to her now deceased um summoner who was the first summoner she ever traveled with and that summoner um has yojimbo the summon for yojimbo which is going to cost you over two hundred thousand gil i did not get him yet because i didn't have the gil trash so i'm gonna go back and don't need eventually. to have two hundred thousand gil you don't. Yeah, you have to have like 190 something though, right? I think you can get it down to 125,000 something. Nah. Yeah. Nah. I got him yeah. down like a, like 125,000 there, something. There, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a guide. There's a guide for it. I would highly recommend looking at it. I looked at the can... guide. No, there's more than one. The one I showed him had the 190,000. You can keep going. I think we just didn't try, or I didn't try because I had 190,000. I just didn't. okay. So you, well, can you got it then. I think you can make it. I think 125 is the cheapest you can get Yojimbo for. I could Anything be wrong. Anything else, and then he'll get upset. Yeah, if you go too low, then he gets upset and just like well, fuck off. Then <laughs> does he say fuck yeah, off? Like He's like, no. F you pay me. Pay me. F you pay me. Where's the cloud emoji? Exactly. He's like, it's like, it's like, you know, it's like, will you help us? And then Yojimbo just sort of tips his head and says, for the right price. <laughs> 
How was that fight for you guys? Fight was easy. Really? Yeah. Fight? Uh, I mean, against him the first time. Yeah, easy. I just yeah. fight. He yeah. literally didn't use any attack except Daigoro, so I'm like, okay, I'm good then. Yeah, he did one thing. Oh, I just summoned and was like, kill him. <laughs> like, he, like, he literally couldn't be bothered to do slash attacks on me. Who got your Jimbo? I, I did. did. Me. David, did you get your Jimbo? No. Okay, me either. I walked it's... in there and it was hard, so I left. <laughs> <laughs> the enemies in that cave are a bit tough if you're under level. They're actually kind of poor, and I know your Jimbo costs money I ain't got. <laughs> it's a good place to grind, though, if you are if you want to go to the next spot. There's some good enemies there. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll go back. I actually, um, I skipped them all because I was it was really late and I, I had to leave. So I was like, oh my god, skip skip the enemies, skip the enemies, get to your Jimbo. I killed him. And then I was like, oh, I want to go back and grind here because this is going to be a really good spot. And then once you go to the center, if you walk back out, it's you have to fight your Jimbo again. And he does some like one-hit KO bullshit. So fuck <gasps> him. Oh, the Zanmato shit. Like literally, yeah, and it just it just murders you. And I was like, well, fuck this. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. You said you fought Yojimbo again. And he hit you with a one hit kill. Yeah. How? Uh, wait, are you sure Never. that was Yojimbo? It's um, it's did it look like Yojimbo? Yes, because that might have been Dark Yojimbo. You might have fought a Dark Aeon. What? <laughs> what is? Because this game had this game this game this game has like. We're playing the HD remake of FF10 for for context, and that one, this version added optional hard bosses called Dark Aeons. I where totally if, forgot. I've never fought these. Yeah, and if you backtrack, and if you backtrack in certain areas, oh. then they trigger Dark Aeons, and they can just one hit kill you if you're not at I repeat max level. Well, guys, that is literally what I did because. Uh, <laughs> He, if you backtrack in that cavern, he will be there and he will murder you instantly. Like it didn't even I didn't even get to go. He just hit and it was like dead. And I was like, oh wow. Like this is over super quick. So like, yeah, did you, you, you did you fight did you fight this Yo Jimbo like before you got to the room where you were supposed to be in? Um what? Oh, he fought after already this was fighting after the I already fought, yeah, I already fought original Yojimbo. I went back. I sold stuff to get more money. And I went back. Um, I went in the cavern. I fast-forwarded to where the real Yojimbo was. I did it again. I didn't have enough money. I went back to the little area that you teleport from. Um, uh-huh. And then I, I was going to walk out so that I could do some grinding. But if you try uh-huh. to walk out um, back through the entrance, that's where I encountered Yojimbo again. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And then I got that one-hit KO. So I'm pretty sure, yeah, I encountered my <laughs> first dark aeon by accident yikes oh no it was hey, bad that's not funny i was like what is going on i'm op what's happening i, I wish that happened to me to be honest because i forgot about their chaos that sounds awesome yeah i found out it was a thing awesome, he says it was not awesome I stumbled, stumbled into one of the game's super boxes by accident i literally did and yeah that was that Oh, boy. Anyway, uh, so you get your Jimbo, you don't. Look up a guide how to get him. He costs money. I didn't have he enough. He a lot of money. Uh, uh, yeah, one thing I want to say real it. quick about uh, your Jimbo. It was funny that Joe brought earlier about the faith. This is what it reminded me of. Um, when you talk to your Jimbo, uh, his faith is like a crusader with his dog. So, like, the dog is supposed to be Daigoro. The, like, the faith of the dog, I guess, becomes Daigoro. And the crusader is, I guess, Yojimbo himself. So, once again, the, uh, the, 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 the doggo. Aunt, the doggo. Daigoro, I don't know. He's kind of cute. 
or the or the original the original Daigoro, I should say, not so much the <laughs> Aeon Daigoro, Daigoro. But I digress. Yeah, so yeah, this is literally like uh, the Aeons are represented by their faith, and this faith just wants money. All I was saying is that, like, unlike other Aeons where Yuna has to pray to um, get the uh, the Aeon, this one is like, no, you don't have to pray, just pay me. <laughs> and also, that's how you have to use Yojimbo. So I don't think many of us are. We got it just because we, to say we could, but like, well, you got to pay to use him too. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's literally paid yeah. to win. He's literally paid to win, yeah, and he's trash. freaking trash to like, me. If you don't, if, it's if, RNG. I was just saying <laughs> that, like, if you don't pay him like enough, then he won't even attack. Like, he'll just have Daigoro attack instead. And then, it, and literally, how much damage he does depending on how much you pay him. Now, if you pay him enough, he can uh, do an attack that can one hit kill anything, including bosses. But you got to pay him a lot, and it's still RNG based. And Hope, what did you say? That that it's it's a troll Aeon where you have to pay him, but it, it's troll RNG. Like he said, like you can pay him a bajillion dollars, and it's a chance to be insane, or you can pay him one gil, and he'll do his overdrive and not. Carry. <laughs> yeah, just a higher chance the more you pay. That's great. Yeah. So I'm never. I, I don't think I'm ever going to use Yojimbo. I just got him just so I could say I did. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> okay. Um, so after that, you go back up and we reach Mount Gagazet. Now, I did go a little bit further. so But I'm going to stop here because we're at the uh, hour and a half mark anyway, um, which is, I think, a good place to end. So you get to the uh, foot of Mount Gagazet, and there is a little bit of a scene between... Um, Master Maester Kelk Ronso, who is there, as well as Biran and Yenke from earlier in the game. Um, but we'll talk about that on the next podcast. I'm going to go ahead and end this one. Um, does anyone have any other last uh, final thoughts from, you know, the, the wedding scene, our escape, our run through, anything else um, that you guys, the beautiful scene, uh, anything else you guys want to pop out there before we end? I really like Eunice's wedding dress. <laughs> oh, it was actually really pretty. Oh, it's a really like a, pretty, really like wedding dress. dress. It, it was. Pretty. It was. It only seemed like partially concerned at her jumping. They were just like, "No, don't!" Like, kind of. Like, I want to see. Is she for real? Like, they did it. Like, don't jump, but like, maybe, maybe do because then they'll take off the problem. I mean, yeah. like, fast. Ah, you gone. It kind of solves things, but like, don't do it, honey. <laughs> but I won't stop you either. <laughs> Fun times. Seymour wasn't even concerned. He's like, oh no, <laughs> how inconvenient. Like, Look, once jump, they you... did that, I do kiss, he was like, whatever. I got what I wanted. I got what I wanted. <laughs> I got what I wanted. Jump <laughs> off, kill them, it's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah, once she jumps off, we kill them, everybody's happy. We continue to rule Spira, I become Sin and rule the world and kill it. Even though I'm already dead like everyone else in this game. <laughs> but yeah, anything else? I'm just excited to to us uh, to uh, see the next park. There's some. There's still some really good parts coming. Yes. Oh, yes. So um, right. um, actually, as as a segue into a wrap up, thank you. I think what well, I think, and I'll correct this if I'm wrong, but I think what we're gonna do is just go ahead and finish the game before our last podcast. Um, I do believe we're um at the penultimate moment um in our in our podcast series. Uh, we will we? let you guys know. I I think so. I don't know. We will let you guys know what game we're gonna do next. As well hopefully soon this might be the uh penultimate podcast actually for our ff10 playthrough we will let you know for sure though but i think we can uh, make it 
to the end from where we are now. We'll see. Uh, you sound so hopeful. You do sound hopeful. It's still pretty far. <laughs> Is it? Is it? There's, there's, there's a. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say at least six to eight hours still left. That's yeah. literally yeah. nothing for Whoa. an entire month. That's Shit, nothing. But you're counting content, right? No, I'm counting story stuff because, like, um, well, no spoilers. No spoilers. No, I'm not gonna say anything. But I'm like, I'm just like mentally thinking now. It's like there's at least four, at least Pal- Mount Gagazet and what's beyond, and then the end game stuff is pretty lengthy too. But yeah, and also it depends on how much you want to grind as well too. I mean, true. six to eight hours for a no, month. We can totally do that. We've done more. No, that's fine. I I, I can actually see the picture now more so. <laughs> uh, in my mind, I'm just like, all right, I gotta do this and then this and wrap it up. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I got side quests to do, so it's good. It's good. I need to do a few sessions. Yeah, side quest alone is definitely gonna take make me take as long, if not longer, than six to eight hours because I'm gonna yeah. be for extra as fuck with everybody. That's great. We got a whole month. You guys can do it. Oh, We've I've done it before. We've literally done longer than that. We've got this. And if we need to, we'll split it up. Um, <clears throat> but anyway. Thank you guys for listening. Special thank you to our Patreon members, uh, Belinda, Brianna, Grayson, Hope, John, Chris. Uh, Ruth, Shania, Stephanie, Tamia, Tia, and Toy. Thank you guys so much for continuing to support HP Critical and what we do. Thank you everyone who listens to our JRPG podcast. I'm so sorry we went off on that tangent today, but I really hope that you guys enjoyed it because we love FF, FF, Final Fantasy, apparently. Um, and you do have a bunch of, you do have a bunch of, uh, veterans here, so we do like to talk Final Fantasy, apparently. Um, but next time, of course, we'll have Stephanie here for, uh, our, um, new players, uh, understanding of the game. And once again, thank you guys for continuing to listen and support our JPG club. It means the world to me and everyone else here. Um, and we love that we get to play together and have these awesome conversations. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you to everyone who's been a part of our JRPG club. Thank you to everyone who listens. Thank you to all our Patreon members. Thank you to everyone who visits HP Critical. It's been uh, quite a ride, um, but we've got a great team, great support. Thank you all, all of you here on this podcast for being here. Um, and continuing to play through this game with me. You guys are literally the best people. I love talking to my friends about this, you guys. This is wonderful. I'm going to pull a game out. You guys aren't my friends. You're my family. And I love you all. Shout out Dominic Toretto. Love it. And anyway, bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.